0: Hey everyone, welcome to Militant Affection. I am host Matt Miller, and today I feel great about life. It is Mother's Day. Actually, fun fact: I haven't seen my mom the last three Mother's Day. A's the last three Mother's Day. Hayes the 3 years ago 2 years ago i got my dui on mother's day so i didn't see her then last year i didn't see her because i was in new york and i couldn't afford to come back because i got no money you know no muns which is i call money i was living on credit all last year living amongst i was living amongst asian kids we had no stove or anything i didn't i didn't speak their asian language for three months, I lived in this, this like, little fat Asian kid's room because he went back to Hong Kong. And I was just in his room, and I was sleeping on his bed, breaking his bed frame. <laughs> because, like, I weighed a lot more than he did. Even though I was a little fat kid, I was a big fat kid. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, God, number one burps. If people like to hear it, there's was a little fat kid, and I broke the... What are the fucking things? The slates in the bed. And I, like, taped it up, like, real good. And I kept breaking it in his stupid little bed. And I was just living amongst all my shit. Because he was going to come back. It was uh, a short-term situation. He left a lot of shit in his room. I brought all my shit. I lived there for three months when I moved to New York. And then I lived, like, way... No, what did I, where did I live after that? Yeah, I lived, like... Uh, like 130, 40th Street or whatever in Manhattan for a little bit when I was testing with Columbia. I, would, I made some money doing some like scientific testing with, because uh, I have like OCD, I've diagnosed OCD. I like to check doors a lot, which is fun. When I'm leaving a place, I gotta be like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, episode 7, 7 lucky number. That's what's happening right now. Check doors, check to make sure things are shut off. One time I was in a movie theater, and this is when I had a car, and I had to leave the movie to go outside to make sure I had closed the car door. And, like, I like to think about things over and over in my head until I want to kill myself. And sometimes it results in me doing some pretty bad behaviors because I'm tired of fucking thinking about the same things over and over, trying to solve it in my mind. I have a real obsessive OCD. I don't know if you can relate. It's so fucking dumb. The good thing is... It makes me take forever to finish fucking videos and put out this podcast and do everything in my life because I just obsess about everything to a point where it doesn't even, like, things become 2% better when they're already 0% better and everyone's, like, sucking each other's noses. Like, nice nose, you motherfucker. I'm gonna lick the boogers out of your nostrils, thought face That doesn't make any sense. And... It's okay, though. I think it, it makes me funny and rhythmic. Funny and rhythmic. I'm a funny, rhythmic man. F and R, you will go far. It actually stands for fag and retarded. Okay, bad language. What was I talking about? Asian kid. Then I lived up for one month, and I was doing this study where they gave us uh, weed pills to help with OCD. They're like government weed pills. I forget what they were called. And you take them, and they weren't supposed to get you high. They were just supposed to make you relieve your OCD. But actually, the pills were fucking me up. I was working for a college at the time, and like, they're like, "Oh, it won't get you that high." And I took it, and at the time, like, I was temporarily looking, working at this college. I had to like train someone. I had worked there long enough to where I could train people, and I took it, and I didn't know I'd get so high. And I was fucking ripped, and I was walking around showing the student, like, like where like the closet is. They had to go. This is like an AV job, and like where the the soundboard is and where everything was. And I was high as shit just walking around showing them. And I was like holding my shit together. Because I'm like, I can't lose this job. I can't be high. And then I kept going back to this Columbia. People being like, this is too strong. And they gave me like the weakest pills. And it was still strong. These stupid weed pills they gave me really fucked me up. But yeah, I did this clinical testing to get a little bit of money. I got free weed pills. I don't know. How much money did they gave me? $200 or some shit to do this clinical testing? And I had to talk to a therapist like... Every week uh, Before Like I did it before work To talk about if I had changed Like I have sometimes trouble with faucets Where I'll turn it off and then I'll like hit each latch To make sure it shut off So like when I would go to the sessions to check OCD He had me like turn on the faucet In the bathroom and just leave it running And then I would go back in the room And he's like how do you feel And i am be like I don't know I feel fine And then he'd have me like turn on a fan in a different room Then come back and be like, how do you feel? And I'm like, I feel fine And then he had me like leave the fucking door in my apartment Where like I didn't even know my roommates I would be there at like They were on vacation for the first week and a half I was only there a month And then I finally met them one day But yeah, just leave the door open And leave the house and see if I was okay But like what if people steal stuff? He's like, well that's just what happens To help with my OCD so I was doing that for money. And then I got like another, I think it was like fifty or a hundred dollars. I did another study with them where like they would shock me. They would show me like images like of two faces, and then if one face came up, it would shock me. And then it was to test like OCD versus like being shocked. <laughs> or I don't know, like to see if I would flinch if I saw the face and they didn't do the the shock. But before I took it the test they like check the shocks on me to see which one like i could take and i didn't want to look like a pussy so i like kept like having them ramp up the shocks so i could be like because like the girl was cute that was working there and i'm like i can handle this and then when it was over i got her to do it a little more i'm like can you just give me a harder shock to see how it feels and it's like it's so, like yeah i can take that i can fucking take those shocks so yeah I'm drinking water today so i took uh yeah I took medical testing. had all these weed pills. And then after I lived in that place for a month, I moved to Bushwick, Brooklyn, which is a fine place. I lived in like a... What do you call it? Like a, a train? Or like a fucking... It's not called a train. We're not running a train on my room. But I lived in like a center room between a kitchen and another bedroom. I was in a windowless room during the summer and it was like hot as fuck. And I was just in that windowless room trying to record videos and like find a job and it was like miserable I can't remember what it's called now a fucking something to do with a train a cargo door suck cock mobile and I lived there for three months and this was the first time I ever got cockroaches in a place there was cockroaches every night I was killing them I was throwing poison everywhere I had a stupid fucking roommate that just like to leave bananas decomposing on the table and fruit decomposing this kid was one of these kids that liked to keep to himself like if I was exiting over the bathroom and he was exiting Like he lived across the kitchen and I was on the other side And if we were both exiting at the same time He'd stop and go back Because like he didn't want to socialize And I would go in But yeah we had fucking Cockroaches Which I guess is a big thing in New York Roachy roaches And New Yorkin hawkers So that was dumb I was just living Living a good life there you know <laughs> It was such a fucking hot time in my life Three months Three fucking months Of living uh, there And then I would go out on weekends Get blackout, go to the stupid bars near my house Just with stupid people What a fucking time I've had What a fucking time I've had in New York Yeah And then I left that and I moved to Another apartment in Williamsburg Where I had a crazy roommate Who I think I've described before and that was a grand old time spent four months there i don't know i've said stories about there i was next to like a like a like a like a bar that was notorious for like hooking up and fucking and like rubbing each other and i got banned from that which was described in previous episodes it was basically when i got punched in the face on new year's eve i kind of like stood outside forever And then they're like, yeah, this kid can't come back because I I guess I was disrupting them. So that's the only place I've ever been banned from, other than most places. No, just kidding. I know I'm telling you this. So now I'm here in this apartment where I live alone and I'm making tons of money that I could just fucking be here all in my apartamento living my best life. I have a nice little job, a job? Or do I? Or maybe I'm lying. Maybe this isn't even real. Maybe reality is fake. Something I want to talk about. So, um, this is all, I'm just recapping things I've mentioned before. If you heard the other ones, you got to literally listen to the timeline to understand any of this. But after I got DUI, I slept in my office. Of, I used to work at a public access station. I slept in the office for a week. It was two weeks. My boss is on vacation. Did I sleep in the office for two weeks or one week? It might have been one week. It was too long. Because I didn't have a car. And my office was like, like 45, 50 minutes away driving from where I lived. It was two weeks, I'm pretty sure, I lived in that freaking office. Because I, I couldn't get my license back for 30 days. And like I, I took like a week off. And then two weeks there, and I was planning on coming back. And somehow it worked out where I could come back. Uh, right when I got my license back, and I just have to sleep in the office for two weeks, and then I could be back. Something like that. And my boss was on vacation, and he didn't care. And we had a shower and a couch and everything, and like we had like interns. And the interns all asked like, where's your car? And I'd be like, it's still in the shop. Still in the shop right now, so. I don't have a car. And then there, I think they began to realize that I didn't have a car at all because of the DUI, and they were just. Uh, they felt weird asking me about it. I think they felt bad for me. And they realized I was just living there <laughs> for two weeks in this freaking office that's not supposed to be lived at. It's supposed to be a workspace. Well, the, uh, the truth is out. Excuse me. A few years ago there's this thing uh, called the Navy, the Naval Shooter and like so across from that uh, public access studio was like the biggest Buddhist temple outside of Thailand or like the second biggest Buddhist temple outside of Thailand. And this naval shooter guy, but the night before he shot up, like, went to talk to the Buddhists, this is all true, uh, I don't know why I had to that, and to, to see if he could have somewhere to sleep, and so he slept in this public access place, and then the next day he drove to wherever he was going and shot up a naval yard, or I don't know if it was the next day, but it was soon after, and I've also slept in this place where this guy slept. I think I'm rushing through these facts, but I mean, if you catch up, you know, catch up to all this info. And I also slept in this place where this naval yard shooter slept, and so we both did. So that's something me and him have in common. And I've also shot up a naval yard. I'm just kidding, or am I? So anyhow, I worked. The studio I worked at was like two miles from like the school that I would mainly work at, where I filmed events and shit. So I would just like walk between the two and get super sweaty. And like one time I was walking between the schools and someone offered a like a, the schools were close to each other. The schools were like a quarter mile away from each other. I could do that. One time I was just walking between the schools and this old lady like recognized me because I knew everyone in town. And she's like, "You want to ride?" And I'm like, "Nah, just gonna go." I was so out of it then. I was so it was like fucking post traumatic stress disorder. There was one time when I was walking between the schools with all my gear. I had to carry around camera gear between each school and uh, just getting all sweaty. And this lady's like dog like bit me. Like We were just walking by her and she was like Uh And like he didn't like break the pants or break the skin and there was really no trauma. So I'm like I don't even know if I can report anything. But I was just walking and this lady's freaking dog bit me and she was like come on pooch and pulled it away. And I'm like whatever. Fucking... It was just, like, insult to injury, but, like, I I had nothing to... Like, I just was like, whatever, your fucking dog bit me. I'm just going to... Fuck, I got to do my job. And one time, this was the one I want to talk about. I was walking from the school back to the office. So this was the two-mile walk, and I was sweating like a motherfucker. And I ran into, like, the fire chief, who knew me because I worked with everyone in town. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm I'm going for a walk. I'm trying to lose weight, you know? And he's like, hey, you need a a ride back to your car. And now I didn't want to tell him I didn't have a car and i was okay and, he, and i was like We're gonna, no i don't need a ride and just get back to it and where the office was was across like a major highway that was really had no way to cross it you kind of had to just run across when things slowed down and like he was like but wait a second i can give you a ride you're gonna cross the highway there's really no way to get across and i'm like no i'll get across the highway my own way and we had like this big argument back and forth i'm like i don't want to ride from you because i didn't want to tell him i didn't have a car and you might be like as pointing out to me why didn't i just tell him my car was in the shop then he might be like, well, I'll drive you to the shop then. Or he'd be like, when is it going to be done? Are you sleeping in the office? I just wanted to keep things vague. So, <laughs> so yeah, I just slept in like the, this. My office was near a 24-hour Walmart. So that was fun. I got to walk over to that and get some snacky snacks for myself. And this was during, well, this was right around this time. Because this is like the anniversary of it. So it was during the NBA playoffs. So I'd go there and get some snacks for myself. Eat them at work. And like listen to the NBA playoffs or try to watch them. I recorded some videos during that time just in the office. No one ever came in. Because no one was supposed to be in the building at night time. But no one ever checked. So like I got away with sleeping in the office. I think it was two weeks. Two or one week. I don't I don't even I don't, it was a fucking ridiculous time in my life. And then, so finally, when I was able to drive again, I got my license back. I got a rental car to go to work. And I sh- so I was notoriously showed up late to work. And I got a rental car and I showed up late. I rented a car, finally got my license back. I drove to work. My boss was like, Hey, can I talk to you? And then we went into like whatever, the little board area. And there was only three people that worked there, so the board area, well whatever. And then we went to the area and he's like, Hey, so you're fired <laughs> He fired me and the reasons was like for using the equipment, even though everyone that worked at that job personally used the equipment, but then another reason was for like showing up late a lot. And I guess I did that and I'm not sure if there's any other reasons. This is all alleged. This may or may not be true. Uh, and I'm going to add this. The company may have been running out of money. So anyhow, I, got, I didn't get fired. I got laid off from it because I collected unemployment. And uh, so he sent me back and I drove the rental car back home. Uh, that night, I drove the rental car back home. And that was fine. So like I rented the car, drove to work, and then I had to take the rental car back home. All alleged. And So that was silly. I got the rental. And then I just so like it was all in a matter of like three I don't I don't know why I'm so slowing down here. Like I have all these things on my mind. So like I know I was so hot to the takes and now I'm just like poop poop boop boop boo. Robot to pop do it's eleven oh two at night. How many times are you alright? Recording this is so fine I'm always up with my dime My dime, my dime, my dime, 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 dime. Rhyming time, lime Yeah, I rented the car For the first time to go back to work I'm like, walking into work And then my boss is like, oh, you're laid off And I was like, okay And I drove the rental back home And dropped it off and went home And I was like, oh, I just got laid off from work I'm home now, roommate And he's like, oh, shit So that was a whole thing <laughs> Oh, that job was a fun old time Grand old time on my rhyme Uh. Everybody knows we're doing fine Uh. Burping all day I'm burping and I'm drinking water God You know how many listeners Listeners I get? A million (coughs) There's one time I used to use that job's equipment to record my own stuff. You can check it at Matt Miller Comedy on YouTube. There was this one time I was recording this video. It was back when Miley Cyrus had this song called We Can't Stop. And I called my video He Can't Plop. I made a parody song about it. About animals shitting and stuff. And and in the video I thought it would be fun if I wrote on my chest like He Can't Plop and Ketchup and Mustard. Whatever, I'm a weirdo. And so I was in the studio. This is a studio in a middle school. And it had windows on the side. They mostly had curtains, but you could you could look through. And I was there after 11 or 11:30 or something. And I was allowed to be there because I worked there. But I tripped the an alarm, I guess. And the police showed up, and like I was on the ground writing he can plop on myself. And then I saw a light flashed on myself, and I was like, oh shit. And I had to wipe all the stuff down. And then run to the bathroom and clean up And I threw on like We had these promotional jackets we would give to people And I threw on like an XXL one And I went out to talk to the police And like what are you doing in there I'm like oh I work here I'm allowed to be here And they're like you got a little ketchup uh, mustard on your head And I was like oh I was eating a big hot dog Or no I was like (laughs) I was like oh I was eating a sandwich And they're like okay And they didn't bring up the fact that they saw me on the ground dumping ketchup and mustard on myself. They didn't even want to talk about it. And then it, it passed that I was allowed to be there and they left. And I went inside and I'm like, those fucking cops must think I'm insane. I wonder if they went back into the, like the fucking cop place, the cop headquarters, <laughs> police headquarters. I don't know why I can't think of what the name is. And they're just like, yeah, we just caught this kid like spraying condiments on his chest, like half naked. But he's supposed, he's allowed to be there, so we're not gonna talk about it. Or It was like a, a dude and lady cop, lady and fella cop, and I don't know. I've, I wonder if I was just made fun of at the precinct, because they caught me like that. If you check out my YouTube channel, I got a better... There's actual video of me and the cops showing up. You don't see the cops, but you can see me, like, freaking out and running. And then I do a little bit of better narration of what happens then. But, yeah, if you check that out, that's fun. There was one time I recorded this video that I called Money for Blood there. Where I, it's, I don't want to explain the video, but I used a lot of fake blood. And, like, I got a lot on my feet and I left, like, so I did, I worked during the day and then I'd stay late and uh at nighttime record videos when like everyone was gone and yeah when I recorded this I was or like sometimes I'd show up on the weekends to just record stuff when no one was there which just reminds me of a different story uh and I was recording this video yeah the money for blood one and I like walked through the whole school like the middle school like we didn't have a bathroom where we worked so I had to walk to like the kitchen to use the bathroom and I just left all these blood feet footprints as I walked from the uh, the studio to the the bathroom, and I had to clean it all up. And then, like, I had this tarp where I was shooting uh, the video. God, let me just write this note: locked out place. And I was when I was walking out, the tarp was covered in fake blood. I spilled it all at the entrance to where I got into the building. So yeah, one night I just left fake blood all over this middle school. It would be funny if I just left it and the next day they're like, somebody left fake blood prints all over the middle school. What happened? And there had to be cameras in the school, and they must have reviewed like the nighttime footage, and they're like, what the fuck is this kid doing? <laughs> I just couldn't even... Because com- like, I was... Like, I never asked to do it, I would just film stuff. And then I'd leave giant messes, and then spend all night cleaning it. I may start shooting something at like somewhere between eight to eleven, and finish at like one, and then clean up things till like two, and then leave, because I was a fucking nutcase. Which brings up another story where I stayed late once, and uh, I believe this is when I shot my first YouTube video that got like it got like twenty two thousand views, and it made me want to create more videos. When I shot it, when I was staying late, there was like a spider in the in the room we were working at. I didn't want to kill it cuz I was feeling very zen at the time. And I took the spider outside the door and I forgot my keys inside and my wallet and my phone. And this so this was late in the night cuz I had stayed late to record shit to save the spider. And I didn't have a phone or anything and I just locked myself out. <laughs> So then I walked down the street, so this public access studio is in a small town, and I'm like, I guess I gotta walk to the police station, or maybe I could walk, there's there's stores and shit, and I ran into this guy um, on the street, just, and he just thought I was drunk, he's like, do you have an ID? And I'm like, no, nah. and he's like, the police are gonna just think you're drunk, I'm like, I'm not drunk, I locked myself out of the office, this is somewhere between 10 and 11, and... Uh, This fucking guy Kept thinking I was drunk And I wasn't drunk And I used the phone, I called my parents And they picked me up and shit My dad did uh, And drove me home And then the next day Well the next day, I think it was a Friday I had taken off, like I wasn't supposed to work Because uh, me and my girlfriend at the time Were going to go down to, like We were vacationing, we went to Cape Cod just To go hang out and she was picking me up at my house and like she had to drive me. Well, it was, it was good because where I worked was on the way to Cape Cod. So she picked me up at my house and then we drove to the school I work at. And then I had to get all my shit cause I had left it there. So she was a vegan. So that's why I was feeling pretty like, oh, I got to save the spider, not kill it. And then I showed up and like my boss Was there and stuff and he's like oh here you are He's like I just thought cause like the door was left Open in the room and all my shit Was there and he's like I just thought you were taking a shit Or something I didn't know You were you were coming back And I was like No I just I left all I got locked Out I left all my shit in here last night And he's like oh Well next time just tell me I was like okay Cause I'm just a fucking idiot <laughs> Yeah, so, I, so at that freaking job, I did all this weird shit. I just did all this shit when I was alone, like shooting weird videos, fucking living in the office, fucking getting locked out. And it was just like, fucking they must have just thought I was a crazy person. And I guess I was a crazy person. So when you're a crazy person, you can eat a bloody person and a smurson, eating a curson. I'm just going to check off all this stuff I said because you listeners are pissiners. You listeners are pissiners is going to be the name of this because I think I am the best at naming things. Are pissiners. What a fun thing. Wow. I used to... Uh, uh, one time in high school, we, we started... I drove a Ford Explorer, right? I drove a Ford Explorer, Explorer that I only crashed into one person at one time. And I only scraped up the side of it once at a gas station. So, you fucking think I can't drive? Can't think I fucking drive? But we, we ghost ride the whip. You know what that is? We walked around, alongside the car, me and some high school pals. This was like senior year, in the summer of senior year. We would have the car on a slant and we'd walk across, we'd walk next to it as it moved and get back into it and one night I was doing it and I I'm gonna do the joke and then do the reality so I used to ghost ride the whip uh, I can't even remember the fucking joke the joke is like uh, I had a friend like Kyle and like and like he died and it and like I I remember the time I ghost ride the whip with him and then my friends were like he was never there and I was like oh shit we really did ghost ride the whip that night. So that was the joke. It's very funny. I'm a hilarious as fuck. But at one time I was doing it and I couldn't catch up to the car. And I fell on my face and like my glasses got all fucked up. And I got scraped up. And then I guess I drove around the car. Um, I burp like a motherfucker. When I talk so much all the air comes out. I got a shirt right now that I'm wearing that has my face on it. Anyhow I ghost ride the whip and fell on my face and I just drove around like town with my glasses all obscure and then (laughs) went home I guess that's the end of that story that's a damn good story I mean it's fun I haven't ghost ride the whip ever since I only drank the whip (laughs) I used to drive around my friends in high school all the time I guess that's what you did We would just waste gas and do nothing and eat shitty food and talk about life we would spend long times just parked in front of my parents house just discussing life and things we were such emotional teens our teenage emotions oh my god me and my fucking friends used to do that final little story here i used to date this lady that was higher up in life is good which is a clothing company uh, life is good is a clothing company the name is life is good and fun fact about life is good is they outsource their manufacturing to Honduras which is the manu- which is the murder capital of the world so it's like life is good unless you work for them in the murder capital of the world and get shot to death like a fucking idiot one time before we were going out she got an email that like a factory foreman had been killed on the job at the Life is Good factory. And we were just like, oh, that's sad. She was like, yeah, that's sad. I was like, all right, let's go to Chili's. No, we didn't go to Chili's. We would go to whatever restaurants. She was great. She was she was fun. She was, what was she, 13 years my senior? This is when I was living in West Roxbury. And I was like, I had like a slum lord. But I was only paying like $400 in rent. In this fucking shitty gross ass house, but I had like a big room and I had a roommate who got a DUI who used to sell pickles, but then he got the DUI, so he had to had another guy like drive him around and like cut his salary. And then I was living with my buddy Mike. That was a fun summer. Like that's when Did I ever tell you the story? Like, we moved to this house and I had a nutcase roommate, this dude Mark who would get fucked up on pills or something every night, steal our food, and then, like, go to bed. But the thing is, he paid for all our utilities, and then, like, he'd feel bad about stealing food that he'd give us gift cards. So it was like, whatever. We could just keep little fridges in our rooms. Like, there was one time I put frickin' ice cream in the freezer, and I taped it around. You know what I mean? I'm like, he's not gonna get this. Went upstairs for half an hour, went back down. It had been, like, munch, munch, munched on by Mark, and like sealed open and i'm like and then i knocked on his door knock 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 and he had the music loud. he wouldn't answer and i'm like fucking mark just ate my fucking ice cream like i put ice cream in the fridge for like a minute and he instantly just goes for it. this kid was completely out of his fucking mind but like if you just talk to him he would just like he's he's just like such a nice guy i don't know like he would like totally cover it up and i guess my friend mike caught him once just like counting pills or something Like he saw him with this big pill case in the kitchen with his girlfriend And he's like hey what are you doing here He's like oh just got home And he's like oh That kid was fucking insane I, I, I saw him fucked up once Like we, me and Mike were just in his We're in Mike's room just high as shit That's what, I'm going to tell you about that in a second And like he, he just like stumbled out Like he was just like uh, uh. I was like what the fuck is this Mark kid doing and yeah, he would just get fucked up every night And then like try to stumble into the kitchen Eat her food and go to bed But again, he paid for all the utilities and shit I don't know this kid's life He was like a bartender, waiter He was a server, I guess But like I guess before we got there There was a drug dealer living there Because like we had this big couch That was just in the kitchen And there was a big slash in it and uh, I guess that's where he stored his drugs. But like he left behind a duffel bag full of weed. And then Mark was like, "Hey, I found this bag, and it was just a duffel bag full of weed." He gave it to me and Mike. And this was during a summer, and we just got high as fuck in that summer. We smoked that whole house out. We were just smoking joints in the bathroom, getting fucked up <laughs> off this duffel bag full of weed that came. And that's when I was like uh, dating this lady, and I was just like, we were just like that lady was just fun. We would just go hang out, fuck. You know? And then I'd get high. And then it was just, I was getting so fat just getting high and just fucking and living a life. And when that ran out, we would go, we had a roommate below, this kid, Evan, who had like rich parents that owned a pizza place or something. And we'd go down and be like, hey, can we get $10 worth of drugs? Because like he had a medical weed license. And he would just reach into his whatever, his weed stash, and just give us a handful of weed for $10. (laughs) Like he didn't even weigh it out. And we were just getting like, we had a duffel bag full of weed. We we're just getting the cheapest weed possible. We were just getting high as shit. That reminds me of another story I have to tell later. We're running out of time here. So many stories, so little time. Right at comedy. I'm trying to keep this fake to keep it Cliffhanger for later. So, yeah, we just got high as shit then. One time, uh, I'm not going to say it was with this lady, maybe with this lady, with a different lady. We had like one of those like sex sessions where like we just had to fuck and we went to the kitchen and we just pulled down her pants and her panties, whatever and we tried to fuck on the center thing in the kitchen. and like she was she was too high and I was too low on my little dick and I slipped out of her pussy and then like when I was about to come, I just came in her hand. she just put her hand around my dick. I don't know why I added that story at the end there. if you want to know about me just coming in someone's hand. but that's what happened. She was great. She ran like six miles every morning. (laughs) Real fit, real nice, real fun. Oh, the times. The times I've had in my life. What an era. And now I'm here. And I'm doing this. But we recorded enough stuff for the cast. So hopefully... You enjoyed that. I added that last part in because I've talked a lot about bigger women. But I've dated real skinny, fucking attractive women too. I date women of all sizes. Okay? I love all people. I'm a people person. I'm in love with people. I want to fuck everyone until they live their best life. Anyhow, I've been Matt Miller. I'm Matt Miller Real on all social media. Matt Miller Comedy on YouTube if you want to learn more about me and see me be wackadoo. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Thank you. Bye. Me lead tough action.